You're listening to the Hidden Battles Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by HiddenBattlesFoundation.org in partnership with Swim With The Mission. You can find them on Swim.org on the internet. Welcome to the Battlecast. Hey kids, it is Scott and Chris and Mike and welcome to Hidden Battles Radio. Uh, it is Wednesday night at 8.04, I guess. Um, thanks for coming in, Mike. We have a guest in the studio. We'll get to you in a minute. But uh, Chris, why don't we do some numbers? We'll do some uh, sponsors and we'll pay a couple of bills and then we'll just get talking. Yeah, right off the bat, uh, three-digit 988 suicide uh, prevention lifeline. Um, if you're in a media crisis, you can also dial 911. If you missed last week's show, tune in uh, to our podcast uh, to listen to the difference between 988 and 911, and we'll eventually uh, touch back on that. Yeah, and if you don't hear it for like a week, we've been busy. I've been busy. We've all been busy. Uh, so the podcasts have been slower than we'd like, but it is what it is. And listen, if you expect anything more from me, then shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> so might as well pay some bills so let's uh start with custom Ironcraft, john and uh his entire team over there in wilmington they're steel fabricators uh 20 plus years of experience they're a provider of professional welding custom design and steel fabrication ornamental fencing railings and of course the uh since it is getting colder for your snow back drag back blades <laughs> Nicely done. You can call uh, John at 978-828-5781 or check him out online at customironcraft.com. It only took you a year to get that down. You know what? I still can't even say it. I'm correct. happy for you. Nailed hey, it. yeah, I'm ding, ding, wait. Oh, the bell's got chocolate on it. There you go. Nice. Uh, next one, we're going to go to uh, Rhodes Remodeling out of uh, Nashua. Bill's incredibly talented in all ventures he takes on. All the work he's done is precision, quality, and professionalism. I will continue to use Bill and recommend him to my family and clients. Uh, that is testimony from Sarah. Uh, Sarah has used Bill at uh, Rhodes Remodeling and has nothing but great things to say to him. Bill is a, mar oh, he's a Marine, uh, was Marine, always a Marine, right? Something like that. Uh, so, Bill, thank you so much. Uh, you can reach them at 603-438-5302, or you can find them at Rhodes, with an H, RhodesRemodelingNE.com. And, of course, you got Plan Perfectly Wedding and Event Planning. Uh, Leslie and her team have been specializing in a little of everything nowadays. Uh, they are the official planners for Hidden Battles. You can reach out to Leslie at PlannedPerfectly.net or give her a call at 978 885-9475. Uh, there's military veteran first responder discounts available. They do everything from weddings to small events, large events, you name it, they could do it. Uh, we're going to do JDCU, jean.creditunion.org, uh, jdcu.org. Since 1912, we've helped generations of members achieve financial stability. Our common thread is caring for all the community we serve and empowering the people who call these communities home. You can reach them at, let me get down there, uh, 978-452-5001. You can find them uh, with locations over Drakeit and Lowell, which we'll be visiting this Saturday. We'll get to that later. And if we could play Swim with the Mission. Swim with the Mission is proud to support Hidden Battles Radio. Hi, I'm Phil Taub. My wife, Julie, and I started Swim with the Mission to support our veterans. Our freedom is not free, and it comes at a heavy price. 
There are too many veterans in our community struggling in silence. Please check us out at swam.org, S-W-A-M.org. And if you know a veteran that is struggling, I hope you will call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988 and push 1. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. And, of course, we can't forget uh, Mark Chandonet Plumbing and Heating based out of Drake It. Uh, their courteous staff has offered outstanding plumbing service in the Merrimack Valley uh, for many years, focused on their top priority for exceeding expectations and extending affordable, high-quality, and professional services. You can check them out online at chandonetplumbing.com. That's chandonet, C-H-A-N-D-O-N-N-E-T, plumbing.com. Or call Mark and his team at 978-375-8062. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. So we have a bunch of stuff coming on, but let's get to our guest. Mike, why don't you do the honors? Jason. Uh, we're here with Jason Thompson, and he has been a huge uh, volunteer uh, at the Pliny Fund, but it didn't stop the Pliny Fund. You started doing with the um, the, the race in Boston, correct? Yes. Well, how, how, how have you started your... Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your military background. I know you're Army, right? I see the sweatshirt. Yeah, I'm uh, Army. I'm seven and a half years. I did uh, five and a half months in Saudi Arabia during Desert Storm. And yeah, I, I basically started out with uh, the home base program when it started uh, almost 15 years ago. I got involved with that uh, through a friend, and I've just been supporting the program ever since. What was your MOS in the military? I was 88 Mike, truck driver. Oh, oh I love those guys. And that's where we you had, are now, too. That's what I am right now. Yeah, we had a bunch of truck drivers with us. I was a combat engineer, and you guys were with us. We are embedded with us, and we actually cross-trained a bunch of you guys so that you weren't just sitting around doing nothing. You were actually doing something, right? Yeah, we like sitting around doing nothing from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> Romance. How many run-to-home base have you done? Uh, this year coming up. Uh, in July will be my 15th. Jeez. Uh, the program's been wow. together for 15 years, and I've done it the whole time. And uh, in that time, um, I've raised almost $50,000 by myself. Wow. And what are some of the programs that that's paid for? Uh, that helps with uh, the therapy and um, the physical fitness of uh, the veterans that come in. Basically, what the Home Base Program is, it supports our veterans that have PTSD, traumatic brain injury, mm-hmm. uh, and guys that are just, um, they're very close to ending their life, and they realize that they need help. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically how this program got started was uh, after the Red Sox won the World Series, um, they were down in D.C. to visit the White House, and they went to Walter Reed. And at Walter Reed, uh, Larry Lochino and mm-hmm. Tom Warner looked around and saw our veterans, and they said, you know, we, we need to do something better. You know, how can we fix this? So they came back to Boston. They went to Mass General, and they got with the, the heads of Mass General, and they come up with the home base program. Hmm. And now, I mean, this this serves, I think they've served over 30,000 veterans wow. in the 15 years that they've done this. It's nice to have, like, great backing. You know what I mean? Like, the sky is the limit, and the impact is enormous when you have great backing. And, it, and it's great that... You know, Red Sox Foundation supports mm-hmm. run to home base and stuff like that. Um, like, look at the Bruins have Beef It Challenge where they raise money for veterans organizations. So it's, it's amazing and it's great that, you know, hey, this is where America started up here and let's take care of our vets. And it's great that, you know, our organizations up here are still kicking butt up and taking yeah. care of our veterans. You know, I could testify to, uh, to the home base program. I, I've been to the home base program myself and, and I thought it was extremely well run. They're very professional, just 
It was just awesome to to work with. My my old uh, battalion commander, actually Colonel Hammond, or now you know, Brigadier General Hammond, retired. He's a uh, he's one of the ones that runs the program over there. He's he's actually the head of the home base program. He's yeah. He's and he's he's just a great guy. He, he is a great guy. Very for the troops. Very for the troops, and he's very open and he's available. I mean, I've had to had to call him one day. Actually, not call, but I sent him a a message because I have a uh, my brother-in-law lives down in Florida. And um, one of his friends is a Marine veteran, and she was very close. And I actually reached out to, to General Hammond, and I asked him, hey, what can I do? Mm-hmm. And he said, get her to our Tampa Bay office as soon as possible. So, I mean, you call the home base program, you're going to get answers. So home base is not just located in Boston anymore. It's national. They're, they're going more nationally, and we have a, we have a uh, base here in Charlestown, Mass. That's the original. And they have a, a hospital down in Tampa, Florida. Nice. They're actually branching out. Um, they just signed a pack with, I believe, the Navajo Indians to where they're opening up a branch in in the Phoenix area. Oh, wow. Um, so That's they can, cool. Uh, so they can get back to the original Code Talkers. That was the big event of this year at the Rundown base is uh, the Code Talkers. And they actually honored um, special operators this year. Wow, that's cool. Yes. How many code talkers do you think are still alive? Not many. Yeah. The, the gentleman they had this year was probably the oldest surviving one that they had. For those who aren't uh, aware of code talkers, not only was it a pretty decent movie starring in the cage, but it's actually what they did was the Germans were, were cracking our codes left and right. So what they did is they brought in Navajo Indians and I think another a couple different um, – tribes of Indians who spoke a language that wasn't documented anywhere on paper. And they literally spoke back and forth in code to each other using the Native American language. And they were called code talkers, wind talkers, right? Yes. And uh, what happened was they actually started putting huge bounties on these guys' heads because they were so valuable to get. Um, almost like the, what is what was that um, that machine that we got from the Germans that we, ca- that we captured? Do you remember that? We're all like shaking our heads, like what the hell's that? Yeah. Um, not the Enigma machine. No one um, knows. Google knows. Yeah, Everybody's Google looking at that. me, and I'm just like, yeah, Wait, this is your job. <laughs> <laughs> You're the expert. Yeah, that Chris is. After every, you guys listen, you know that Chris is our uh, our source of wealth and information. Because when I say something, he's usually googling to fact check me. So when we go to a song, he goes, "You were totally wrong on that." <laughs> <laughs> so anybody find it? No, I thought Chris was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, so I will be blatantly honest. I was not paying attention to that uh, question that you had there. Um, I have some other stuff going on. At the same so time, yeah. So, so if you Google like Navajo uh, Indian wind talkers, code talkers, you're going to see it, and it's a fascinating story. And I, I just, and I know that there wasn't. Well, listen, there's not many World War II vets. The code talkers anymore. participated in every major marine operation in the Pacific uh, theater, giving the Marines a critical advantage throughout the war during the. Uh, nearly month-long battle for Iwo Jima, for example. Six Navajo Code Talker Marines successfully transmitted more than 800 messages without error. But you were asking about the German machine, which was Enigma. called the Enigma. Enigma. Oh, I got that. Nailed it. Nailed it. Not only just the character in Batman, but uh, so. No, I mean, that's it's amazing. I love I love the, this historical part, and I love how we, we go back and we start to draw these heroes in, you know, and... Listen, and right now, special forces, right? It's huge because they're the ones deployed right now. They're in Syria. They're in Africa. They're everywhere. They're all over the world right now. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that, that we have troops. And we said this a couple of shows ago, 
that we have troops all over the world, deployed all over the world, and they think, oh, no, no, it's just wars. No, no, no. We're, we're engaged in wars all the time. I think I think what you're doing, so you actually, and you do stuff on your own, too, like you just recently did a fundraiser for uh, this organization, with um, Matthew Polini or something, right? Uh, Specialist Matthew Polini yeah, Memorial Fund. I, I heard of them once or twice. Yeah, so... Um so basically, we did a, a comedy fundraiser at Prince Pizza in Saugus, and um, that's basically my kickoff event for the Run to Home Base. But actually, and, and Mike helped me out tremendously with this, is every year I try to find somebody to run for. And this year, I, I went to Mike and I asked him, because I had done a couple events with Mike with the Polini family and the Polini Foundation. So I went to Mike and I said, Mike, um, I think I want to run for Matt this year, if that's possible. But I didn't want to step on his toes and his foundation. So I asked him how your feelings are, were on that. And he texted me back. I think he was on vacation at the time. It was. And he said, Wait, wait, shocker. Wait, I'm going to take a stab in the dock. You're probably at Disney. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm going to Disney at the end of the, in November. But go ahead. So I, I, I texted him and I asked him that. And he texted me back. He's like, you just made my day with that text. And I said, really? He's like, yes. He's like, I am honored that you want to run for Matt. And he's like, you definitely have my blessing. So that's when I said to him, like, when we go to the motorcycle run, can you please introduce me to the family? And Mike introduced me to the family. I pitched it to them, and, and they were amazing. And basically, that's how everything started. We did the, we did the fundraiser at Prince. The family came down. Um, they were very happy, had a great time, and I plan on continuing to put Matt's name out there and to let let everybody, let the world know who Matthew Polini was. That's amazing. Yeah, so, man, I appreciate that. How long have you been doing this where you pick a soldier, or, you know, a fallen troop to honor every year? I try to find somebody every year, but the problem is, is you know, you don't know a lot of people in this area to be able to reach out to their family. I think Matt is going to be the fourth physical person that I ran for. Like I've run like for our veterans. I've run for um, friends of mine that have PTSD and that have served. Uh, right after we lost um, uh, Johanny Rosario Pichado, yeah, I put her name on my bib and I ran for her, but I didn't run quote-unquote officially because I'd never talked to her family. And Sergeant Rosario was one of the uh, 13 Marines well, 13 service members, I think 10 were Marines, two were Army, one I think was Navy or Air Force, yes. um, you know, that, that, that lost their lives at the, at the gate in, uh, Afghanistan. In, in yeah. Afghanistan, but in, uh, no, Kandahar. Kandahar. Yeah, at the airport, you, which we all know about, right? Yeah. As we were pulling out. As we were pulling out the withdrawal. So, yeah, so Matt's, Matt's actually the fourth person I, I physically ran for. Mm -hmm. The first person I did, um, was actually, a. a Football player played at um, North Shore Tech in Middleton. He played with my cousin. Um, he was a he's a veteran. Uh, he went overseas and he served in I believe in Iraq. But he came home and he was stationed in Denver and uh, he was out on his motorcycle one day and he just got hit by a car. And uh, my cousin came to me and told me the story. Mm -hmm. uh, he introduced me to the family and um, Chris Wheeler was the first person that I put my bib on and ran from. You know, if we could go back a little bit, we the first of all, the run to home base is thirteen, right? Is it half? What is? How many no, miles is it? It's a nine k, so it's just under six miles. And, no. and the route, it's an amazing route. Starts mm -hmm. at Fenway Park. Uh, you cross the Massa Bridge, 
and pretty much the rest of it is up and down the Charles River. Uh, and the first year we did it, I believe it was in May, beautiful May day. Where does it end? It ends when you run inside Fenway. I thought so, yes. So if run you, the home base. Yeah. Run the home base. <laughs> and actually, Clever. You, and it, you end it when you actually cross mm -hmm. home plate. So if you look at the um, the outfield and you see the uh, garage door in the outfield, that's where we come in. Okay. We run in through there, and then we go down the warning track, and then you actually walk across home plate and take pictures. And, and, and what made you do that? The, the, the first one, what made you do it? And then even more important, what made you continue to keep doing it? Actually, where now it's probably not even a question in your mind. I don't know, but oh no, I just I plan on doing this as long as possible. Um, how I got involved with it is a friend of my wife actually works at Mass General, and she heard about it and she knew that I was a veteran and I love to support veterans, so she told me about it, and uh, she was actually supposed to run with me, but something came up she couldn't run, so I end up still fundraising and running it. And after that first run, I just said, this is what I need to do. Um, I'm a veteran myself, and this is my way of giving back to my fellow veterans. And I, I want to keep doing it. Like I said, this is the 15th year. You know, um, one, of the, one of the models that we have in the military is you leave no man behind. Mm -hmm. And that is my motto, and I live that every day. So when I'm out doing my fundraising and I, I do my pitch, and I to to the restaurants or to these venues and stuff like that. I I tell them that I'm doing it for our veterans. I have a passion for our veterans, and I tell them I don't look at my fundraising and the dollars and cents. Um, cents. I look at it as saving lives mm. because that's exactly what we're doing. It, it's no matter how much money we raise, it's going to save a life. Whether it's the twenty dollars it takes to give you a transportation from Logan to Charlestown or $25 for a Tai Chi session during yeah. the program. No, no matter what, no matter how much money you give, the small amount, big amount, it's going and it's going to save a life. You know, another thing, too, people don't realize is, and, and when I say it, you're probably going to go, oh, yeah, but a lot of the time when, you, when we go into place and ask for gift cards, donations, or whatever, and we educate people that we exist, that is worth more than the $25 gift card because somebody always says, you know what, my whoever, insert relationship here, was a vet and he's struggling and I'm going to actually let him know you guys exist. And that is unmeasurable, right? And by you going in and saying, hey, I'm doing this for Operation Home Base or Run to Home Base, they're like, oh, what's that? And you start to educate them about it. That is worth every moment that you sit there with them. And that is a huge part of it, the education portion of it, because we're going to get money one way or another, but to let people know and make that impact personally is unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's, it's huge. And the thing about it is people don't realize is there are a lot of organizations, a lot of schools out there right now trying to raise money. So it's a battle. Mm -hmm. It's a battle. But one thing I noticed through the years is home-based program has been vigilant in getting the word out to who they are and what they do. So they're on the radio now. They're on the t when we first started 15 years ago, nobody knew what the home base program yeah. was. Mm -hmm. But now it's on the radio, it's on the TV, it's on billboards. So when I go into these places, it's a lot easier to do that. Um, so we can we just we do the best we can. And like I said, I mean Mike Mike has a great foundation with the Polini Foundation. Um, does a lot of work. 
I do a lot of work. Mike's helped me with home base stuff. I've helped him with the mm-hmm. Polini. It just we have to help each other out because no matter what, we're saving lives. It's it's going back towards the veterans. One thing that I do at my fundraiser, and Mike can attest, is when I hold these fundraisers, I try to get the best prizes I can get because I want the people that come to my fundraiser, one, to come back, but two is they're spending their hard-earned money, all right? They're coming and taking time away from their family or friends in their life to come to my fundraiser. So I want them to enjoy themselves, have a good time, and win a quality prize. Yeah. And when they leave, I want them to say, hey, when's the next fundraiser? Because I'm coming back, and I'm going to bring X amount of people with me. And all that does is just raises more money. It saves more lives. It creates conversation like, hey, where'd you get that jersey from? Oh, I want it the run to home base fundraiser. And then like, oh, what's that? And the next thing you know, they're coming back next year with a friend, and it gets bigger and grows bigger. And You know what, Scott? Like like we always say with our events, and and, um, I can attest to this too, at Jason's event for the Pliny at the comedy show, first of all, those comedians were wicked funny. They were awesome. But that turned into... um, Kind of like a veterans reunion with veterans that I didn't even know, but you would never know I didn't know them because yeah. we were all, you know, exchanging names and talking about who and, and, and sharing each other's stories. So not for nothing, but it turned into like a peer support session. But yeah. it, it was just an awesome time, and I met some great people. Yeah. If you're looking for more information, you can go to runtohomebase.org for it. We're going to take a quick uh, radio break and play a song, and then we will be back with Jason. And we are back. Um, I haven't heard that song in forever, and you guys are all looking at me like I've never heard that song ever. I could barely hear it, but that's, that's just fine. me. Well, you know, it's because you don't have headphones. No, you're not cool like me. We were talking <laughs> offline, um, and Jason brought up a good thing that Run for Home Base is actually doing a telethon. Uh, tom- yeah, tomorrow, Thursday, November 9th. It's going to be called Helping Veterans Heal uh, with WCVB Channel 5 Boston. Um, it starts at 6 a.m. during the eye-opener newscast, and they'll run till 8 p.m. with periodic live updates throughout the day um, with their regular scheduled newscasts and programming. You'll hear from different military families about life-changing care, support that they've received from home base, and it's all about to uh, raise money. This effort will support uh, will be supported by a live phone bank from WCVB Studios, as I said, between 6 a.m. and 8 p.m., um, and online donations as well to assist in raising critical funds for home base. Uh, you can call them at 781-433-4009. Again, 781-433-4009. Or check them out at wcvb.com slash home base. Um, again, 6 a.m. tomorrow. They're going to try to raise a whole bunch of money to help multiple families and just continue to increase awareness. I mean, that sounds like a great time, but, I mean, it's no ruck for change. Definitely no ruck for change. Definitely no ruck for change. I wish that for a segue, huh? Hey, so also a reminder this weekend, this is not the end of the show, but we're just going to plug it anyway because I, I managed to throw it in here. Uh, coming this Saturday, we do our first annual ruck for – well, it actually can't be annual yet. So it'll be our first ruck for change. Uh, we will be taking over the airways at WCAP starting at 10 o'clock. Uh, we will go until 2. We'll be playing uh, military-themed music. Uh, we will be taking shout-outs. So if you have a loved one or a family member that's deployed overseas or if they are a veteran, because Veterans Day is about the veterans, it's not. W- listen, 
Memorial Day is for those the ones we lost. The Veterans Day is for the ones that are still here. All right. So if you want to call in and you want to give a shout out to, you know, your nephew Billy who's in Korea or whatever, that's what we have it for. We will be taking online and um, donations over the phone. But if you want to make it fun and my life miserable, uh, you can go to our Facebook page. You will see my itinerary. You'll see where I'm going to be. Uh, I am actually going to be rocking between Drakeit and Lowell and back to Drakeit. I will be hitting Jean Dac Credit Unions. Uh, thank you to them who are our partners in this, along with Swim at the Mission and, of course, WCAP 980. Um, so Chris will be here in the studio. I will. And uh, at the same time, if you cannot meet up with Scott, feel free to stop by the studio up on uh, Market Street. And we will also be a collection point here. So feel free to bring your change or whatever else. And we will make sure that it gets out to Scott so he can become miserable. Yes. And then, we'll, and then thank you to Donner and Danny over at O'Hara's on Lakeview Ave. O'Hara's uh, Tavern is going to be hosting a free spaghetti and meatball dinner for veterans. Uh, but you are more than welcome to come and make a donation if you want to eat. If not, just come out. There's going to be music. We're going to be hanging out. You can come meet, you know, the voices of Hidden Battles Radio and the rest of the shenaniganizers that are associated with us. But that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be, like I said, all the, the change we're going to be picking up it will be calculated and it will be brought to Jean Dac Credit Union on Monday. We're going to do a final count. But we're going to apply all that money to our art and uh, cooking therapy classes for veterans. So... Uh, we have that. But you know what? Hey, enough about what we're doing. Let's go back to you, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, one thing I want to say before we go any further, as, as you know and as Mike knows, with any fundraiser, you need great people behind you. And I have to say, um, without my wife, Jody, who is the backbone of this operation, my fundraisers would be next to nothing. Mm-hmm. And she does all the, the signage. Um, the decorating, everything. Mm-hmm. So I have to give a huge shout out to my wife Jody for everything that she does, and uh, I appreciate it. And again, without her, these things are not successful at all. Listen, you are not unique in that fashion. Um, I think every one of this table has a woman that does all of our heavy work and heavy lifting behind us. And you know, it's, it's easy just to be the pretty ones, you know. And I will say that about me. Um, I, Chris, how's your phone? <laughs> But no, like seriously, though, um, we are thinkers, right? Um, we are good at moving rocks, but we're not the ones who are planting the pyramids. You know, we're no, the, the one chiseling stone and moving stone. Because listen, I don't know how smart they are. They are with us, but I just yeah, we all have them, and, and thank God for them. I don't know. I mean, you message me at two o'clock in the morning. I message you back at two o'clock in the morning. Mm. We keep going back and forth. We bring it to our wives, and they go, you're nuts. Yeah, yeah. Wait. And then they somehow make it happen. Yeah, and they go, wait, how long? Oh, you want it next week? Yeah, like six weeks. Stupid. Oh. Yeah, I mean, what, and we're not even going to get into it. Chris's <laughs> wife builds things at his house. and it, it's, built a closet. I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. I've never had so much room to put all my crap. And Chris goes, uh, oh, yeah, hey, I just got this new at my house. I'm like, oh, Janice made that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how'd you know? I helped. No, you didn't. <laughs> you left. I helped. I helped. <laughs> my pickup truck uh, picked it up from Home Depot and brought it back. Chris is like, I went away for two days. That's how I helped. Yeah. So. No, Jason, I got a question for you. So when you uh, cho- chose, you know, Specialist Polini and um, Chris and the other people that you – I almost spilled my hot chocolate here. Um, <laughs> no. And uh, – when you pick all these people, how do you pick them? How do you like find these organizations? Or did you already know about 
you know, Specialist Polini Fund and... Yeah, I had already known about the Polini Fund. I had helped Mike on a couple different events, a couple of the motorcycle runs. Uh, we've done a couple of the runs out at Lindsay's and Drake It. Um, so I I'd worked with Mike a few times. So um, this year, and, and I was just thinking about who I could run for. And we had just finished the motorcycle run. Uh, actually, no, we were coming up on the motorcycle run. Yeah. And I knew I was getting ready to start uh, my campaign for this year. And I just thought, who is the perfect person to do this for right now, for today? And that's when I reached out to Mike. Um, I try to find someone that's that's close to, uh, like, recently deceased or something like that, so we could keep their name out in the public and let everybody know about them. But Mike does an amazing job with getting Matt Quilini's name out there. He does. And I just wanted to kind of take that torch a little bit and run with it a little bit further because the home base program is such a huge program. I mean, on average, there's over 2,000 runners at Fenway Park for a run. Um, and just with my social media and with the help of home base program, because I, I send all my activities through the home base program and they put it out on their website. And I want specialist Matthew Polini's name out there. I want everybody to know who he was, you know, what he did. And I'm still learning about him, you know, but as I learn, I want everybody else to learn about them. And that's pretty much how I come up with this. There's no, there's no real rhyme or reason. Um, and actually, uh, two years ago, I ran for a gentleman, Specialist Scott Damon. Unfortunately, he succumbed to the invisible wounds of war, and he took his life, leaving behind three kids. Um, I was putting out flyers for my bowling fundraiser. I had left one at Rush Treadwell's Ice Cream in Peabody. And uh, I was out cleaning my yard one day, and I get a phone call. And I normally don't answer my phone when I don't recognize the number, but I knew I had just dropped off flyers, so I answered the phone. And the gentleman on the other line, on the other end, said to me, "Since do you still have spots for your bowling fundraiser?" And I told him, "Yes, I did." And he started to tell me a story how they lost their brother, and that their family wanted to put a team in. So we took the team in. We were at a bowling fundraiser, and they come out. Actually, I think they end up bringing two teams with them. And I learned about. Um, Scott Damon that day and as I was talking with the family then I realized that this is the person that I need to run for this year and I, I asked the family that day and the family was ecstatic they were like unequivocally yes you can run for him we appreciate it and actually Scott's brother-in-law Billy uh, excuse me Brian uh, Brian ended up running with me that year. So I, I actually got another runner to, to join the home base program, and he, he ran with me. And that family, the Damon, Akeley, Clemzik family, for, and Michael Attest, they were at the fundraiser a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, they have been to every single event since that bowling event that I've done. They've been there. They've supported the program. They've supported me. Matter of fact, I have his t-shirt on underneath my sweatshirt right now, the one that they ran in. Every year I normally wear the regular run to home base shirt that they give us. Specialist Scott Damon's shirt was the first shirt I've worn other than the run to home base shirt. And this year when I run, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna have special Matthew Polini on my back and take him into Fenway Park with me. Nice, awesome, it's awesome. awesome. It's funny that you mentioned Treadwells because uh, again we were just talking offline about you know the North Shore and whatnot. And Russ Treadwell, great guy, uh, that family and very great. But uh, fun fact about Treadwells: Russ Treadwell was a World War. War World War. Wow, I cannot talk to backtrack blades. <laughs> World War II vet, um, and that's a veteran-owned uh, ice cream shop right in Peabody, right on uh, what is it? Fit, uh, yeah, Margin Street. Yep, nice. that's a uh, Salem um, Peabody line. I know. Now that you know the address, you sent him a bill. I think it's, I think <laughs> it's 40, 40, 49 or fifty-two margin. That's awesome. I, you know what's funny though, because I, 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 I suggest and I encourage people to do this. And almost every intersection in Massachusetts is named after a war, some war hero or somebody we've lost. If you look up at the sign on the street, it'll say something park or something square, right? Um, Vinyl Square in Chelmsford, I believe, is named after a World War II vet, right? But start to look at the history that surrounds us and, and understand that, yeah, the, the sacrifices are deep. They cut deep locally on what we've lost to, to maintain the freedoms that we have. Yeah, like right around um, Treadwells and, and Peabody, you have Pulaski Square, you have Wilson Square, you have all these other squares, and it's all uh, Vietnam and World War Two and World War One. Yeah, it's nuts. So to kind of piggyback off what you just said, I'm actually on the Lynn Veterans Council as well, and we just dedicated the Lance Corporal Bradley Campus Memorial at Clock Park and Lynn. And if anybody that doesn't know who Lance Corporal Bradley Campus was, is he was a soldier stationed in Beirut during the bombings. He was one of nine people from Massachusetts that was killed in that bombing, and Bradley Campus was from Lynn, Mass. And we just set up a huge monument. Um, we just dedicated great ceremony. Um, can't say enough. Oh, and where in Lynn is that located, you said? It's at Clark Park in Lynn. It's Lance Corporal Bradley Campus. Isn't that, wasn't that just like the 30th anniversary or 40th anniversary of that? I believe so, yes. It was it 84 or 85 that that bombing was? I'm, I'm trying to think. 1983. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I knew that that just happened. So, yeah, 40th anniversary. How long have you been on the council? I'm just I'm new to the council. Uh, probably, probably within the last six months. How do you find the different veterans organizations, nonprofits to to you know to collaborate with? Like, how did you find about the Specialist uh, Plenty Fund? You know, it's funny. I was thinking about that when we were talking about doing this podcast, and I so I remember getting a random text, and I was like, I, "Who's this guy?" I think I I invented <laughs> you. And I was Who's like, this oh, creeper? This guy's legit. <laughs> I actually, I actually think um, I saw a flyer or something about it because mm-hmm. um, I've done, I've also done like the stairs at Gillette Stadium with uh, Heather Viveros and give to those. Yeah, yep, love Heather. Um, right, she was here. Yep, we so, had Heather on. Yeah, yeah, she and she's amazing. So I've done, I've done that. I've done the the Freedom Flag 5K that she does. So I mean, I could have heard it through her yeah. or something that she posted, and. In, in all honesty, the Veterans Council, I just kind of fell into yeah. because uh, we well, were at like a good fit. Yeah, no, it's a it's yeah. a very good fit. And and actually, if there's any veterans out there that live in Lynn, Mass, we're looking for people to come on to the Veterans Council because we're trying to get more veterans involved in everything. We have a ton of events coming up. 
Um, uh, we're, right now we're in the process of planning a huge parade in 25. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I believe it's the, it's the 25th anniversary of 9-11. Yep. But I also believe it's, um, it coincides with another major day. It just, it's leaving me right now, but a huge parade. We're, we're in the process of planning that. Uh, we're actually in the, in the stages of setting up a memorial park inland mm-hmm. where we have monuments, uh, that's being designed for that. So we have a lot of good things coming up. Um, we just, it's all on the work. So, right so if you're a veteran in Lynn, this is your chance to kind of leave your mark and make your mark, right? So reach out and, you know, be a part of the, the solution here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's wonderful to see, um, veterans councils actually do what they're supposed to be doing. Um, and being proactive and in, in starting, um, you know, programs, getting a lot of these things going. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of councils around here that just are like stalling, you know, and not stalling in a sense of like slowing things down. They just, they're at a dead stop. They don't know real, really have the direction to go where they're supposed to be going. And it's great to hear that Lynn is actually doing something and that you're, you know, you're establishing parks and, you know, and monuments for people. And that's what you're supposed to be doing. You know, parades. When was the last time you went to a big, giant veterans-based parade? No. I'm going to tell you one's coming, though, because Tippa Golden, the city manager, is working on one right now because he just got into office, what, a year, two years ago? Right? A year and a half, almost yeah. two years. So, I mean, and it's it's we need that. We need the, the fresh blood in there. We need people who are hungry and want to get out there and do that. And we, we just had um, an election in Lynn yesterday as well, and... I live in Ward 1, and we just elected a Navy veteran as Ward 1 counselor. And we just elected an Army veteran as a counselor at large. So we're getting, not only getting veterans on the Veterans Council, but we're getting veterans in City Hall Mm -hmm. that can continue to fight for us and to help us to get the things that we need. You know, those little small uh, local elections sometimes can have way more of an impact than who's the next president. Exactly. You know, so it's, it's really, I'm so glad that yeah. these people that you just described have, have run for local, in one local office. That, that is huge. You know, even like a school council, even yeah. something like that is going to have a huge impact on, on yourself and your kids as opposed to who, who, you know, who's the next president. Hey, let's take a quick song and then uh, we will come back um, because i got to get something to drink. I spilled my hot cocoa. Wow, Dumpster Fire Radio back in full yeah. swing. We were just having a conversation offline. Yeah, we were and, uh, and the, we well, can... the computer's been giving me a hard time all night, so I'm surprised it actually lasted this long. That's so, all right. Well, we're back. Um, hey, so we were talking about proactive councils, right? So we're talking offline. There's stuff in the works for both. But Lowell just actually had a groundbreaking over Douglas Road. I was corrected because I call it Douglas Street, and I was called a blow-in, but I'm actually not here anymore. So there you go, Uncle Crocky Foot. Um, so Douglas Road, they actually, they're doing, um, a veterans park there. And there's a lot of, and I love this new aspect of it. It's not just a memorial where you walk up and look at a statue, right? They have places like reflecting places. Like you have benches now that you can sit there and reflect. Um, they have a different bench for every branch of the service, even the new Star Trek branch, right? Um, so I think it's great that, that we're starting to implement this. It's not just, a drive-by anymore, you know, where we live in a society that everything's a drive-through. Like, Holly, I mean, you can go everywhere now. Grubhub brings food to you. you can, like, in the whole aspect of sitting down, and this is a plug for Mike, right, sitting down 
and coming and absorbing your environment and being mindful. This is what these parks should be like. Chris, you were just talking about like a uh, like a river walk type of thing. How awesome would that be in Lowell, uh, Council of Lowell? Think about this. How awesome would it be if we took any one of the, the trails along the Merrimack mm-hmm. and made it a veteran's river walk where we put a monument like you were talking about, Jason, a monument to every war, every conflict we've been, and then throughout it, put a plaque, sell plaques to businesses in memory of Matthew, uh, Specialist Matthew Polini. It's yeah. like right. Swim with the Mission hasn't already done this up in New Hampshire. So, yeah. I mean, right. if anyone can do it, uh, I mean, Tippa Golden is definitely the person uh, leading the charge yeah. for it, and he would absolutely uh, get it done. I think that we should, I think that this is something that maybe Hidden Battles should spearhead. Um, it's not, our mission is real mental health, but I think this could actually piggyback on that because I think if we have a place to visit our fallen, our local fallen, right, and reflect, yeah. right, and be mindful and do something like this, I think it would be amazing. Not to steal any particular idea you didn't want to share because you can't share because it's in the early stages, Jason, but I think if piggybacking off what Chris was saying and what I was thinking, I think that would be absolutely amazing. But then you can also think about it if you have multiple organizations partner up. So we had Dawn in here talking about the Boy Scouts and everything else. If people, move, if boys or girls move up in the Boy Scouts, you have the Eagle Scout Project. Well, there's part of your Eagle Scout Project you can yeah. help out. Just like in Lynn, I'm sure if somebody's looking for an Eagle Scout Project, I'm sure mm-hmm. Lynn... Uh, Veterans Council would absolutely take yeah. somebody to help them with memorials or uh, things like that. I mean, we've seen it in Wilmington. There was a trooper's kid that just did something or uh, one of the cemeteries made a huge memorial for that. Um, and, it, it, you know, it's all stuff that you have to get out of your car. You can't just, yeah, okay, you can drive there, but you can't drive in a circle around it. You have to physically get out of your car and walk it yeah. to it. I think it would be amazing. You know, these memorials that you talk about and whether they are, you know, mental health related or not, they absolutely are because they give that sense of community to the mm-hmm. veterans that, that are, might be by themselves or whatnot. But either way, and it's a gathering place for veterans to kind of talk and reflect. So what, it is mental health. What other better way to engage somebody who's sitting down on a bench looking at a World War II, uh, you know, memorial and the guy's got a campaign hat on or Desert Storm or Global War on Terror? Right, and sitting there walking up, because I'll tell you, there's nothing more moving when you go up to a memorial, right, and you see a tribute bracelet left on the bottom, right. Mm-hmm. It creates conversation, right. It makes you reflect and it makes you start to think. You know, I'm actually pretty lucky. Yeah, I got bills and crap like that, but you know, people have sacrificed a lot for us to have what we have, and it's taken for granted. And I think little reminders and places to reflect and places to honor those who have fallen, I think it would be absolutely amazing. And I agree with that. We we should stop having shows like this because we think way too much and come up with way too it's many. Wor- it's worth the, the money well spent. Yeah, no, I agree. I absolutely agree. And this and uh, like Lowell, you're trying to tell me Lowell wouldn't get behind that with you, all UMass Lowell with the ROTC. Yeah, not even come that. On. This is a very patriotic city. We hey, have a Scott, congressional medal of the, honor. The, you know, there's one way to find out. What we 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 get the ball rolling. We just do it. Let's do it. Whatever. All right. You Janice, heard, you Leslie, heard it first. This, uh, is, this is why people should not give us microphones and thinking space. <laughs> Leslie, Janice, uh, we want to start this next week, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this, we're groundbreaking tomorrow. We're <laughs> <laughs> looking for the Ribbon Con ceremony Sunday. <laughs> and I do, I do have to say that with the, the Bradley Canvas Memorial, there was several organizations and several people 
behind the scenes that made this happen. Mm-hmm. And and one of them is uh, Sergeant Major Oswald from the Lynn Veterans Council. He he was spearheading this with a bunch of other people, and I just I just don't want people out there to think it was a Lynn Veterans Council. We were just a small yeah. part of this monument. But mm-hmm. I agree with you guys. I just we can't build enough monuments for mm-hmm. our veterans. Yeah. You know, our country forgets about our veterans when they come home, and they shouldn't. So one way to, to, to remember them is to put up a monument. I don't care if we go to every single park in a city and there's a, a monument of a veteran, all right? It's just there for kids to see, to say, look, this is, this is why you're here. This is why you have your freedom and you can do what you want to do. One of the things, going back to the, the home base thing that I wanted to see, and I know it's a pipe dream, but they're starting to do somewhat, is the home base program is so huge at Fenway Park. How huge or how epic would it be if we had that run at all 31 Major League Baseball parks? Oh, yeah. How many veterans could we save? How and, many people could mm-hmm. we reach? And why stop there? Go to the farm leagues. I was going to say, look yeah, at what... Don't give us a mic, because we can come up with yeah, look at We're what, solving everything here. Uh, what's his name from Savannah Bananas did? Yeah. He literally started in Savannah, and now he's come... He has a tour all over the place. Yeah. You can't even get tickets up here anymore. Yeah, yeah Fenway's going to sell out in no time. It, it's already sold yeah. out. But no, but you're right. I mean, the impact is it's only... Listen, the only way these work is if you get good people who are ambitious, who who want to put the blood, sweat, and tears into making it work. Because ideas are great, but when rubber meets the road, that's where it really, and the foot soldiers like yourself, you know, us. And we're going to be foot soldiers on this next one. But you know what I mean? But the thing is this, that's what makes it possible. And it's it's nonprofits that are picking up the slack for things that should already be working and in place, you know. Like you said, you know, our, our veterans come home, and it's like we're cast to the wind like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we have a, here's your severance package. It's, uh, it's post-traumatic stress, tinnitus, a bad back, bad knees. Have a good one. You know, there's nobody there like openly knocking at your door when you come home saying, Hey, you're entitled to these programs. I mean, they do it for people, but they're not doing it for veterans. And I mean, that's a whole different show. But if we just show little tokens of appreciation, and what, what aggravates me, too, though, is like I had mentioned, look at when you come to an intersection, look up, and you'll see, like, um, for instance, uh, Medal of Honor winner, um, there's like Joseph Ouellette's, right? Joseph Ouellette has a monument in Lowell right at the, one of the bases of the bridge, which I'm going to go by on Saturday for the Ruck with Change. There's no place to park. Like, you can't get, par- you, where are you going to park? You're not going to park there and walk across, wait, park a top donut, walk across the street and stand there? The, I mean... Boulay Park is beautiful. It Specialist is. Matthew Boulay yeah. Park. They have a place you can park. They have benches that you can sit yeah, and reflect. Yeah, they did that right. They did it beautifully. Kudos to them, right? The and town that, break. And, that, and that's the same thing with the Bradley campus. Is there? I just showed my pictures from the summer. Mm. There is actually a bench right behind the yeah. monument that people can sit on. Um, not to cut you off, but one of the things that I wanted to say before we get out of here is that um, with the fundraising, all right, I, I don't work for a major corporation. All right, so I don't have corporation backing. I don't have um, company matching. Everything I do is, like you just mentioned, it's boots on the ground. It's me going into restaurants, emailing. I just, it's, a, it's a constant drag, a constant grind. All right, again, I don't work for a major corporation, so everything I do, 
I spend my personal time to raise this money. Um, and I don't, I don't take anything back from it. Mm-hmm. I, I waste a ton of gas driving. Uh, I drove up to Portland, Maine one day. I spent the day in Portland, Maine. And I went around to restaurants and hotels. And when I left Portland, Maine that day, I had three restaurant gift cards mm-hmm. and I had two hotels. Yeah. So I just want the people out there to know that everything I do, I do it by myself. Yeah. I don't have a corporation behind me. And as far as the, the as far as the fundraisers are, I tell the people that come there and I want everyone out here to know that this these people mm-hmm. you guys are the backbone i give you the platform i give you the venue but you're the ones that actually make all these things successful so just know that thanks jason yeah thank you so much jason we have to cut loose i, I hate this we could brainstorm all night and solve all the world problems but we have to go um thank you everybody for coming thanks to our sponsors you heard them at the beginning but we are out of time uh, Cindy's given us the eye, and thank you for keeping us on track. Rock for Change Saturday. Tune in at 10 a.m. Yep. Thank you. Bye-bye.